I'm just dipping my toe. A splish splash. I wish that there was a way to dismantle the system without violence. Did you say school counselors? Let's uh Let's let's get to let's get to the bottom of our of our souls here in the basement of our souls. I don't want them to be like Orwellian villains. How would you describe your time relative okay. to yourself? Um, do you believe in aliens though? Now I just want to breathe into the mic. <laughs> let's do it together. One, two, three. A splish splash. I'm a taking a bath. <laughs> Do you like to uh, take baths or showers? You know, I would love to take more baths, but mm -hmm. I have only like once or twice ever been in a bathroom with a bath where most of my body was not above the water. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, how tall are you? I'm I'm like six foot. Okay, yeah. Most tubs are w far too small. Yeah, it's like hotel tubs are like the only ones where I'm like, my knees aren't against my chest. <laughs> and I'm not even that tall. No, six foot is not that tall. No, the, these tubs are just made for people who are not six foot. I'm glad I'm not any taller. You know, that's the only time I'll say that outside of my dating profile. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Busted. Yeah. But like, yeah, anytime I take a bath, it's like I... Most of my body's cold, so I'd rather take a shower, even though it means I have to stand more. Mm, yeah, that's that's the same boat I'm in. Us average to tall people. Uh, right? Like, yeah, we can help you reach that top shelf. But uh, our knees are going to be chilly most of the time. <laughs> Speaking about tall, these trees in this park... They're like perfect climbing height for these smaller limbs. And just like it, they're so tall and it just keeps going. Yeah. And nice and strong limbs too. So it's like pretty much anybody can climb these trees. Yeah. You could really get up there. Yeah. It looks like so much fun. It really does. I love all of the little rodents and pals who are around the burbs. Oh, why? Um, I, it's it's from a song, but hear me out. Birds can't smile. They can only scream. <laughs> yeah, I I mean that would be you know I feel like it would be scarier if birds could smile. Yeah, if they could like emote any emotion at all, actually, that would be terrifying. Yeah, like, because I picture that, like magpies, crows, and ravens would just constantly smile at you. <laughs> like they're about to fucking sell you on an MLM or they're going to pick your pocket or something. <laughs> <laughs> and what's worth is like, like they smile and then they are, do they have no teeth? And so it's just like this weird smile, or do they have a perfect set of teeth? No teeth. <laughs> <laughs> no teeth and that weird tongue. Yeah, just like, <laughs> <laughs> you want to buy some essential oils? <laughs> you just have to pay us to work for us. Yeah, you can all just hang out in our community park, buy our essential oils, and we'll just drop them on your heads. <laughs> 
I love the birds. The birds are so cute. Yeah, I love their, you know, stoic faces. <laughs> <laughs> Always calm in the storm. Yeah, well, kind of. <laughs> 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 like screaming at you. So uh, cute. Yeah. And I love all of the space on the ground for anyone and everyone to come and hang out, roll out a blanket. Um, there, there are like lots of well-covered shady nooks for people to go and, you know, nap or sleep or whatever they want to do. And they're not going to be bothered. Yeah. It looks so peaceful. It's just like you can just mosey along and it's, everything looks so so soft and comfortable. Yeah, and you know what looks the most soft and comfortable is that community pool. Hey, <laughs> I want to go swimming really so bad do, now that you say it. So do I, actually. It's getting nice and warm. Yeah, uh, it's not like too sweaty. Yet. Um, you were telling me earlier that uh, people say it's going to be our hottest summer yet. Yeah, I did see that hot uh, that headline, that hot take headline. Um, Which is shocking considering, you know, all of the leaps and bounds that we've made as a society and in our technology. Like, Right, everything is so different from the last time it was this hot. Yeah, last summer. Yeah, we've changed so much. We've made so many, so many big steps. I feel like a bird right now because I'm trying to frown, but it just <laughs> sounds like I'm not upset. I'm just <laughs> screaming from a thousand feet up, like, please... <laughs> Please, any difference. <laughs> but you can't tell because it's some sort of stoic sarcasm. <laughs> yeah, so I did see that headline. Um, it's probably going to be very hot. And yeah, you know, I, I'm kind of ready for it. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited for these community places where we can come together to cool off. Uh, let off some of the heat we might be feeling uh, in temperature or against each other. Yeah, so like against each other. Right? Yeah. Uh, and this park is a place for us to not be against each other. You know? And that's that's nice because there are so many places that we actively inhabit like traffic or, or you know, our... our political feed on our phones or whatever else where we are so actively like that it's nice to come to the community park and be in a space where that's not the case or that hopefully is never the case yeah preferably never having those uh those spaces available is really nice truly yeah it's nice to be able to come together Right now. Over me. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for the recognition. <laughs> I was really trying not to. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh. Yeah. Oh, it's 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 in your interesting. Like I, I really hope that we see more spaces where we can like all communally decide to like you know, put our resources into and then not in other places. For instance, like water and lawns. I know a lot of people uh, in the place 
and places where we live, you know, there's like a, a hot debate about whether lawns are ethical because they consume so much water. They're a monoculture, which means that they like choke out other natural growing uh, species of plants, which are good for bugs and bees and all that. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, people say that they want their kids and their dogs and whatever else to have these well-manicured lawns to be able to roll around in. Well, a community park is a great spot for that. Seriously, so much moseying and rolling space at yeah. this community park. And, like, we're already paying for it with our tax money, so, like, why not save the water and the bees and the bugs and uh, put those resources just toward the community park where we all enjoy them together? Oh, so much. I, I, I love so much the bumblebuds. Me too. They are so cute. I want more of them. And lawns don't do anything for them. They harm them, actually, especially if you, like, spray pesticides and things like that. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure we'll get into it at some point, but just, like, <sighs> all right, hot take. Lawns, we've been saying it, though. Lawns are so dumb. Mm-hmm. And there's so many other things that we could be doing with with these yards, with these areas of land that we proclaim as ours mm-hmm. through some silly uh, rituals and ceremonies. There's so many other things that we can do is what I'm trying to say. And we choose to have these monoculture lawns that um, destroy basically destroy the natural environment around it because i mean we're from utah Mm -hmm. and uh it's it's kind of a desert here yeah there's not a lot of water there are continually more and more people using that water which means more of these lawns um (laughs) wow do I hear an ice cream man? I think we need to cool off a little bit because that is a very hot take. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have the um, the uh, uh, Sponge Robert uh, ice cream bar, please. Yeah, and I'll have the Sonic <laughs> with the wonky eyes. <laughs> Thank you. But truly, I mean, it's... And it's laughed at. Like, people don't understand how finite resources are in general let alone just water in this one example like right people last year when we were hitting water shortages and like the only consequence is like a minor fine for overwatering and taking more like paying more money doesn't make there be more water so, like, the more that you use, the less that there is for everybody, including yourself. And last year, we thankfully, like, didn't completely deplete it, but we had less, you know, uh, down, you know, downpour, less snowpack this year than we have, you know, continually like we do every year. So it's like every year we restart this cycle and there's less of the thing and then we're going to avoid the conversation more and laugh at it because it's been tied to quote-unquote climate change which is a buzzer word which just turns people off i it's so unfortunate because just like just hear us out you know just just hear us out yeah 
try to understand, take something away. I'm I'm trying to understand and take things away. Totally. Meet me in the middle. Meet me at the community park, you know? Yeah. Well, I, I went right through that frozen treat. Uh, it's too hot. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that is like, again, the beautiful thing about a park is that we're all just trying to come together to hear one another and talk in a way, too, that we're not going to make each other feel stupid or marginalized, you know? Because, like... Not here. Totally. Like, that's never going to help the problem, which is, you know, these things that we all need to come together on the same page on. We're never going to come together on the same page if we're ridiculing each other for not already having that level of knowledge. And when you live in a place like Utah, which, strangely enough, has the lowest funded public schooling system in the nation, you end up with a lot of people who don't have like access to that level of info or they've never had the privilege of having their eyes opened up to viewpoints outside of the ones that they were raised with. So it's, you know, accountability, like we said, but mm-hmm. like equally as much empathy and grace when we're having these conversations, when we're trying to bring people in instead of, closing people out we're never gonna win if it's quote unquote win if we play it as a team sport or we're against one another we've got to be on the same team hey yo yeah (laughs) yeah i love that um (laughs) yeah we've been saying it but like being against each other is it's it's too hard it's too heavy Mm -hmm. i'm not gonna bring that to the community park like i'm just here to enjoy my community totally fuck Uh, yeah for fucking real and there are things that like i still am down to debate there are ways that i can see you know like a quote-unquote devil's advocate or like just general opposition as long as it's amicable opposition that strengthens all of our viewpoints if we allow it to if we don't treat it as like personal affronts and we don't come at people with trying to create personal affronts, you know? Definitely. Like if we're, if we're talking about an idea, let's, if we're going to debate, let's debate the idea. We're not debating each other. Yeah. And let's hear all sides and like hear it. And that goes for everybody. Like, you know, where everyone is coming into this space as an equal and should be treated as such. That's the truth. Mm-hmm. Oh, and it's, you know, that hot take is going to be a hot summer. <laughs> it's going to be so hot this summer. Yeah. So, like, save the water, ride a cowboy? Is that how it goes? No, save the water so everybody else can stay cool. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> save the cowboy. All right. <laughs> oh, yeah. So the backwards, I don't know. Giddy up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, tangent. Horace. Squirrel. Got me going. Have you seen Sorry to Bother You? Oh, yeah. The horse. The horse people. Spoiler. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, spoiler alert. If you haven't seen this movie, it's been out for like five years. So watch it. And then come back and finish this extra content. 
uh yeah that that movie wow what a great story what amazing acting directing cinematography and like what a message if you unpack it holy shit seriously i was drinking it up the whole time just like slurping lapping yeah if you like, will like lapping out of one of those little uh, doggy fountains mm-hmm. that are everywhere for all the well all the animals but especially pups just uh, another squirrel well it's another dog actually oh mark got a new puppy today pretty wow. excited oh. i know that's it, very exciting truly her name's trixie um any uh any na- reason for the name yeah so um after the famous trixie mattel drag queen from RuPaul's Drag Race. Yes, RuPaul's Drag Race. I believe All Stars winner. Yeah, and like it like Forgive s- me Trixie. <laughs> More spoilers. Hey, these I've also been out for a long time. A few years now. Yeah, but she's so funny. She's such a good comedy queen. She's so funny and she plays really good music. I like a lot of her songs. Yeah, really talented singer. Mm-hmm. Sings live, right? Yes. Yeah. That's a great namesake. Agreed. Yeah. So we got little Trixie now, and she's adorable. Like, puppy. You know, when you can just like first take home the puppy, mm-hmm. it's you measure the, the dog's age in weeks, not you, months, because they're not months old yet. And then you, you post like weekly pictures on Snapchat and Instagram of them with like, a little background on how many weeks and like a flower crown or something right <laughs> yeah is that what you i don't know <laughs> that's exactly what you do with a puppy <laughs> yeah there are lots of people taking pictures of their dogs at the park yeah they're so cute they are i love them yeah that's one of those uh traditions that has kind of come i assume since the dawn of social media i wasn't really aware of anything like that beforehand it's like a little weird. Like it's kind of weird one to post pictures of your baby on social media. Yes. And it's even weirder when you do it in this like kind of ultra consumeristic way where like you have to buy all of these things for your baby just so you can like document via social media how old that they are. Instead of just like keeping your own scrapbooks or catalogs, do people still keep scrapbooks? I'm not sure. I don't. Me neither. But however you are chronicling your child's life, social media just feels like a weird way to do it. Mm. Yeah, I hear you for sure. It's different. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of it. I just like... You know, you got your, your babies. Mm-hmm. I'll even extend it to animals. Like, they're not consenting. They're not saying, post my life. You know, I'm sure that it's, there's, okay, let me, let me start that over. There's a lot more to it than just this blanket statement that I'm saying. But I hear you. It's and weird. I agree. Um. Unless you've got like a very curated friends group, or and even then, like just posting pictures of your baby online is strange. Plus, pictures of your dog. 
there are fewer people that are creeps out there for dogs than children. So I hear that. I guess I was thinking like I was more in the mindset of you're just like posting to the public your 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 child's life. But when you say like you have like a curated friends list, you know, like I enjoy seeing my friends' babies. They're really cute. Yeah, totally. I like most of the time would rather see a cute photo of my like old friend's baby than have to like go over and visit with them for several hours, <laughs> you know, <laughs> to meet their baby or whatever else. Yeah. Most of the time I'm just like, hey, look, this person also now has a child. Good for them. It's And that's about where I'm like, that's as much information or connection with them and their child that I need. Well, I mean... Okay, let me ask you this. Do you do you plan on having children? Uh, no. I Talking don't... about resource deficiency, no, I do not. <laughs> Sorry. I hear it though. Um yeah, no, I don't I don't either. That's not something that I want to do. Maybe that's like Maybe it would be different if like we wanted kids. Totally. Yeah. I mean, I could picture myself being a mentor. Um, and and who knows, maybe one day, like, when there was a time when I thought that I wanted to have kids, but it was like, ah, kid. Um, not like, if you're unfamiliar with Utah culture, not like 7 to 12, you know, where a lot of people here actually believe that it's like their duty to have as many kids as possible. Not even just like the old farm, like you're breeding your workforce or something. Like they just think that having 12 kids that all have the name Kelsey, but spelled in different ways is like their calling. <laughs> and if we had infinite resources, totally like live your best life, do your thing. But like, I wanna, I wanna have some water to be able to cool off in. Yeah, the the pool at the community park is, it's it's well maintained. They have it all managed out. You know, it's it works. Absolutely. A well, hopefully not oiled machine. <laughs> Just in the part or the pool's case. <laughs> but that's so cool that you have a dog. <laughs> thank you. You're so welcome. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I'm excited. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm excited to see them at the park. I'm sure that they will come and voice their opinion many times. Definitely. I There's this other dog that I live with. Um, his name is Boo from the Ghost in Mario. Nice. And he is a talker. He loves to just yell at people. Yeah, he's really good at announcing ad breaks. Yeah, he Wh is. Which is awesome. He's kind of our marketing director in that way. And he works very hard. Yeah, he's, he earns his keep. He earns some cold water. <laughs> he deserves it just because he exists. Absolutely. He does earn it also. <laughs> <laughs> he's so cute. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean... I don't, I don't like want to be coy about it, but I want to, I want to take down capitalism and the and the patriarchy. Whoa! I know. You you're discussing socialism in a community park. 
I didn't say that. Okay. Well, I just said yeah. I want to take down capitalism and the patriarchy. This is true. Yeah. I mean, uh, talking about, um, or call me by your name, talking about, uh, <laughs> sorry to call bother you. Call me by your <laughs> name. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Lil Nas X song and the Timothee Chumali movie. Um, no, uh, sorry to bother you. Like, what a commentary on on the workforce and how we treat the workforce as an other, who we are willing to other, for the sake of identifying with these ultra billionaires who would rather see us be a workforce and contend amongst ourselves, fight amongst ourselves, instead of using all of the energy and resources that we are bringing together that are making these people super powerful and able to divide us and instead using it to come together and create spaces for all of us. We're already giving up all the same energy and everything. It's just not giving it to, you know, like 12 people. (laughs) Seriously. And when, when I would agree to a, a debate or some sort of a conversation if I were to like sit a, a, across the table from one of those 12 people, it's never a discussion of mine of who deserves basic rights. Yeah. That is never a conversation I will have. I already know my answer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How do you... I mean, basic rights are like your humanity. How do you determine someone's humanity? Truly. Food, water, place to sleep, fulfillment. Totally. Some would say a pursuit of happiness. Yeah, weird. And those things should be guaranteed for everybody. And again, without any additional resources being consumed, if we just knew how and where to place them. We organized. Organized on a community scale. Mm-hmm. Mutual aid, taking care of one another, putting the resources in your community to work in your community. Yeah. Um, I was thinking of a metaphor, but no metaphor is really going to fit no outsider of a community can fix the community's problem. Mm-hmm. So the idea that, let's say, a police officer from, I don't know, maybe two towns away. Yeah. Maybe two. Mm-hmm. Coming into your town and fixing problems without knowing anything about the community... For an example. Yeah, and even like quote unquote fixing problems. That's right. a whole other conversation. Yeah, we can talk about that a little bit little bit later. Yeah. I'll say that's a cr- a criminal punishment system. Not a criminal justice system. No justice. Yeah. No justice, no peace. No justice, no peace. Yeah. And uh, just like you said, uh, outsiders of the community or on the community, the people who are around you are not outsiders of your community. They are your community. 
uh, treating people who are around you, who live around you as outsiders is so much of this problem. You're so right. And I want to, the importance of celebrating the differences. Totally. I think it would be silly to, to imagine as everyone is the exact same as you. Totally. Talking about like lawns as monocultures, when you have, when you intentionally only plant so much of one thing and you never allow anything else that is naturally there as well to be a part of your ecosystem, you're going to kill everything off around it except for your one thing. And we treat our communities the same way, you know? And, and a lot of the most well-allocated for resources communities in Utah, they are a, like one demographic, one viewpoint that a lot of times are not willing to hear and accept the other people in their community, recognize them as being equally of their community. And that's how we breed so many of these problems. We don't recognize humanity in one another. Definitely. I, okay, here it is. I did hear of one. Um, it was like people, people in the cities set the prices for people in the, in the rural areas. Okay. But the rural people set the, the religious or cultural precedents that the city people have to adhere to. Interesting. Right? So the, there's like an imbalance because like it is different in this example of like living in a city and like living in a rural area. And there is a connection, mm -hmm. but like the overlap of, of where that is sometimes gets muddy and I would say creates problems. Mm-hmm when it's 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 an entirely different situation to be uh living in to be a part of totally and i mean there is validity to the problems of both of those groups and and none should be weighed more than the other right yeah like and you know i would i would argue that like a lot of cities tend to be more liberal <laughs> another buzzword um because you have no choice but to like live on top of each other basically there's no separation between you so there's no chance to like dilute one another's humanity versus in a lot of more spread out areas you get you get, you go from your your big box your home into your smaller box your car to wherever you're going to go and then you get back into your small box and you go back home um which just disconnects you from everyone who you would potentially connect with in between in a city. You know, the the person who is reading on the subway, the person who's selling their wares on the street corner, the houseless individuals who are around, the the rich and quote-unquote the rich and the quote-unquote the poor. Um, when you are able to just, like, isolate yourself, it separates you from reality and then you're easily taken away from that that's not to say that everyone in the city is totally enlightened by any means we there still is so much division and you know 
uh, negativity between people, but you recognize humanity a little bit more easily, I think. I, I could see that for sure. Yeah, that... It's... Yeah, I mean, I don't... You summed it up very well, I think. It's not a law. No, it's not a law, but it is important to recognize the difference and the importance of... um connectiveness mm -hmm. uh, you know like the you take a few steps back and realize the systems in in each area and then the system that includes both and mm -hmm. continually making it all better is the goal yeah and especially when you can recognize like who would stand to benefit from us believing that we are different from one another, from us being separated from one another? It typically is a, a uh, patriarchy of capitalism. Yeah, I could easily just slam Duncan shit on. Yeah, it's, it's going to be a hot summer. It's um. gonna be a hot <laughs> summer. Lots of hot takes. Get your popsicles ready. Yeah. Um, okay. Since it's gonna be such a hot summer, I'm I'm gonna recommend this this hot episode of a different podcast. Play it. Uh Behind the Bastards. It's the the conspiracy to start all conspiracies. Okay. Um a quick summary. It's it's about like the protocols of the elders of Zion or, or some really vague title. Mm -hmm. um, essentially, the first time that uh, people in the world all agreed that Jewish people are the ones that are the demons mm. eating, uh, eating babies and yeah. stealing all the money. You know, I would recommend... The conspiracy to start all conspiracies behind the bastards does a nice, uh, a nice little overview of of what we're not talking about. Totally. <laughs> um, and, and to recommend another podcast, this is certainly not the first example of this, but one of the first, most heavily documented, and where a lot of these conspiracy theories come from, to my understanding, is a uh, last podcast on the left's. I think they have a three-part series on the Black Plague about where a lot of those like Jewish conspiracies came from as another means of dividing against a minority group to try to protect... Who? Question mark. <laughs> Who benefits? I'm not gonna... I'm not gonna say, but listen to those podcasts. Right, and that's an, another point that I would like to bring up is like... Okay, so Bob Marley has this lyric, if you know your history, then you know where you're coming from. So it's <laughs> these have the systems that are in place now, which we are all subjected to, have been there for a very long time. Uh, I yeah, mean, I don't I don't know how else to say it other than like it's not that hard. To, to look at it and understand that, at least to me. 
Yeah. I would love to know something that I'm missing, but at least to me, it, it seems like there's, there's certain things that keep reoccurring mm-hmm. and there's certain things that keep happening. Lots of woo right now, but what I'm yeah. saying is it's not a new thing, what we're talking about. Not at all. It's, um, we, I could loop it back, you know, like for public education or ability to learn. Yeah, and, and we don't teach people how to teach themselves or the validity of it. I mean, we, we often demonize colleges and things like that for making people liberal. Uh, I went to a liberal arts college, one of the most liberal colleges in Utah, um, and it did change my viewpoint a lot, and not because I had professors who were breathing down my neck telling me what to think. Quite the opposite, where I had professors who taught me to look for as many you know, contrasting opinions as, uh, you know, approving opinions to whatever thought I have and then try to treat it as a Venn diagram and f- see what is in the middle of as many of these viewpoints as I can find and, like, there lies some truth rather than, like, here's my one opinion that is truth and I'm just going to negate everything against it or try to, like, pick as many holes in that instead of my viewpoint as well. Um, Interesting. Yeah. We view too much of our world as like a snapshot reality instead of being a system that has existed and, you know, changed generation, generation, hundreds of years, hundreds of years. And then, like you said, seeing these things that just keep coming up in different forms with slightly different faces or vernaculars, like, you know? The, the divisions that exist between us didn't start in any, like, recent election or anything like that. They have been carefully plotted and sown over hundreds of years by a wealthy proletariat. Proletariat bourgeoisie, excuse me. Yeah, it's, it's pretty silly. I'm coming for you, capitalism and patriarchy. I'm excited to talk about it more, uh, to, you know dive into this community pool here just dip a toe splishy yeah. splash splish splash <laughs> um but there will be plenty of time to do that over this hot take summer seriously and um seriously and um i would love to get some more expert opinions you totally. know and, and really uh just, yeah you know just Hear people out. Talk to the people who know the most. Talk to the people in our community who are affected the most. And just, like, listen to them. Even if I don't initially agree with them. And maybe we'll we'll all grow together a little bit on this park bench. It's a nice park bench. I'm excited to share it. Lots of room to spread out. No bars in the middle. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. No anti-houseless architecture in the community park. Yeah. I'm getting all upset about hostile architecture now. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. That's another great conversation, but it's it's really warm in here, and I think I need to go and catch that ice cream vendor again and get a couple more Sonics. 
Yeah, let's go do that. Yeah, but it was great chatting with you. So great. Goodbye, burbs. Bye, burbs. Bye, trees. Yeah, and uh, welcome, welcome to, to the, the community, community park. park. <laughs> <laughs>